We are very grateful to the Lord that we can still come together undisturbed and even more that we may be connected through the internet all over the world that we can be heard and seen. I welcome all of you all from near and far and it stood out to me that this time many young people are here God bless you in a very special way in our midst then most surely we have some here who are here today for the first time them we also welcome in a very warm way. Here in the front are sitting two young brothers from Cape Town. God bless you in a special way. Please stand up so that all can see you. Be welcome. Then we have Brother Eliezer from Brazil. Him we will just ask to give us a word of greeting, not to preach, but just to give greetings and also to pray with us. Then we have visit from Montreal, Canada, visit from the Congo, visit from some countries. May God bless in a special way. Then we have greetings from Brother Wallström, greetings from Brother Mbie, our very old friend, one of the first ones who was ministering in the Congo together with the lawyer Chombo arranging the first meetings. Then with greetings from Burkina Faso. Then greetings from brother and sister Wagner from Austria. Then again greetings from Johannesburg. Then greetings from the city of Brügge in Belgium. Greetings from brother Graf. Then again greetings from Brother Nyagi from Nairobi. And then we have greetings from Denver, Colorado. Greetings from Brother Etienne Genton with a word from Ezekiel 7, verse 5. The end shall come. The end is coming. Then we have greetings from our brethren uh, once again from Canada from Ottawa may God bless them there greetings from brother Moore my moment from where in any case greetings and then greetings from Durban greetings from Abidjan Greetings from Brother Bruce from Cape Town. Greetings from Rwanda from Rwanda. 
Then greetings. One moment, we are almost through. Greetings from Brother John from Bucharest. Very special greetings. There, our brothers, they have a TV program since a couple of times. And it's just very powerful what kind of feedback is coming in through the program. And we are also invited there to preach. May God bless the country and the people. Greetings from India. And then right at the end, greetings from Grenoble, France. Greetings from brother and sister Holveti and from all the believers in Finland. And right at the end, greetings from our brother Grazian from Ashdod in Israel. Him God used in a very special way. And I was invited while we were in Israel to preach in the city of Ashdod. And it was said it's about 80 kilometers from the Dead Sea to Ashdod. And it were exactly 160 kilometers. But it was worth it. About at least 200 brothers and sisters who all immigrated from Russia or from Russian-speaking countries. They emigrated to Israel and they didn't find their spiritual home yet. And God has given much grace to it that the word could be preached. And at the end of this service, I ask that we stand up and that we pray for all who need prayer. And behold, the preacher took his wife at her hand and they came for the first, as the first ones to the front and they said, please pray for us. Consecrate us to the Lord. It was just so powerful. And the sermon I preached in the English language and it was translated into the Russian language. And this brother Grazian, then on the day before our departure from Jerusalem, he came, he came to me and said, Brother Frank, this you shall know. Your visit in Ashdod has become a great blessing. I give you this lampstand as a as a gift to that what God has done on that one day. Nice. The lampstand is always a biblical symbol. Moses, he had, he had to make a lampstand of gold. It was really made out of one lump of gold. Brother Schmidt, please show me this lampstand once again. So that you shall know, 
If God gives an instruction, then the impossible becomes possible. Now just imagine now for one moment, here is one lump of gold. Just a, a, a lump of gold. And of this one lump comes up a lampstand like this. Not one patchwork. No, everything made out of one piece from here to there, up to here and there. If God gives a commission, then he gives also the knowledge and, and the ability to carry out the commission. And it is in success. Please, Brother Schmidt. Thank you very much. We will just briefly refer to Israel before our brother will come to pray. All of us, we were, we were again receiving a shock when we at the last day, on the last day, we were visiting the Holocaust memorial place. Everything else was blessed. Everything else was very good. But this last day with the Holocaust memorial place, where all the places, where all the consecration camps, where all the 33 countries are listed from which the Jews from which the Jews were brought into the concentration camps an exact exact listing was made a very exact from which country from which country how many from this how many all the lists from how many Catholic countries from how many from Protestant countries how many from Islamic countries everything was written down very very clearly and all of us we were very touched. From one display room, we went to the other display room, and then to hear, under, among the six millions, were one and a half million infants and children. And if one then thinks about, just because they were Jews, just they were, because they were Jews, they were persecuted and they were murdered. And their brother Brenham, he said it very clearly in the fifth seal, the souls under the altar, they are crying for vengeance. How long, O Lord, Almighty God, until you avenge our blood? on the inhabitants of the earth. And then it's written that all of them, they received a white garment and they were told, just be patient until also your brothers and fellow servants are also killed just like you were killed. 
We are blessing the people of Israel in the name of the Lord, of the God of Israel. As we said, I don't want to go deeper into this subject, but here, Abbas, Abbas, visiting the Pope, a righteous solution for the Holy Land. Everything, the lines are, are coming together now. The strings are coming together. And right at the end, the contract will be made. And everything is already in preparation. We are really, we arrived at the end of the end time. About this, we will also speak still. And the Lord lets go forth the last call. And blessed are all the people. Blessed are all the people who are hearkening to the last call. Just as we read it in Luke chapter 19, the day of God's gracious visitation, we also, we may not miss it, but we must recognize what serves for our peace. Now we ask our brother to come to give us greetings and to pray. We stand up for it. And then we will go into our word observation. Just give us greetings and to pray with us. God bless Brother Eliezer. A nossa saudação no precioso nome do Senhor Jesus Cristo. I give you greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Tem um motivo especial para retornar à Alemanha? I have a special. Já I'm coming to Germany for a special reason. Que eu nasci em um lar evangélico. Ich habe schon in das Haus bezeugt, wo ich meine geistliche Geburt erlebt habe. I gave already my testimony in the house where, uh, where I was born again, where I was a minister for 40 years now. But when I, when I came to Germany, I learned to pay more attention to the word. We experienced wonderful days together with Brother Frank when he was in Brazil. We were in north of Amazonas area, in the northeast of Brazil. And recently, he was also in the midst, in the center of Brazil. And he, he preached for more than 5,000 people. And there were more than 1,000 ministers present. And he surprised us when he opened the scripture. 
The Prophet Ezekiel He just put the flour into the pot. And this brother Frank did with us in Brazil. It's the same Bible. But everything became different for us since that time. Eternal Heavenly Father, I'm grateful for this hour for this building, for all the ministering brethren who are present, for all the singers and musicians and for the ministry of Brother Frank. Thank you, for you have done great things for us. And you will continue to do it tonight in this house. We ask you, Lord, that you may bless this ministry now. Bless our brother Frank and all the ministers who are preaching the word. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Let us sing, Thou art worthy, Thou art worthy. You may be seated. The heart of our brother is of course full and runs over. In no other country of Central and South America, God has done so many things as in Brazil. There are really assemblies with more than thousand people, the word of the Lord accomplished in this country great things. And at my last visit, I saw the two printing presses, Heidelberg press, printing press, which we sent many, many years ago to Brazil so that the sermons of Brother Branham can be printed in the native language. So, we had a direct part in what God did in Brazil. And now, Brother Helmut Miskis 
Is that brother who, had, who is looking after more than 3,000 addresses so that also in this country the people are becoming to know what God is doing in this time? The Portuguese language is the most spread language in these countries. All the other countries are speaking Spanish, but the Portuguese language is more than all the other countries together in the Spanish language. So we are grateful for the Lord that He is calling out from all people's tongues and nations. The Lord knows His own, whether you or I know them, but He knows them and He calls them out. And we are just so grateful, grateful also for all our brothers who are sitting in the little cabins and who are translating into the various languages. Also this is a gift of grace of our God so that it can be heard worldwide in the all the main languages what the Lord God has to say to us in this time by His grace. Just before that, when the song was sung of the latter rain, I was thinking on Zechariah chapter 10. And then we go to that what is happening in our time, to the fulfillment of Bible prophecy. But this is also very important for us. Zechariah chapter 10, verse 1. Ask ye, the, ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to everyone grass in the field. It's the Lord. If we remember the time in which we arrived now, of which our Lord really said very clear things, whether Matthew 24, whether Mark 13, whether Luke 21, time and again the Lord spoke about what would happen at the end of the time of grace. And Paul writes of the great falling away which will take place, of the, of the man of sin which would be revealed. And our Lord also said it, as it was in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, so it shall be in the days when the Son of Man shall be revealed. And right to this scripture, something has to be said now. There it doesn't say when the Son of Man will come, but when he will reveal himself. 
One has to read the Holy Scripture precisely and leaving everything in the context as it is also written. And he goes to Genesis 18 and sees how the Lord, before Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed, he was visiting Abraham, sitting under the oak tree, having his feet washed, and then celebrating the meal with Abraham eating and drinking with him. And then the two men went on to Sodom. And not just imagine, when they arrived at the evening in Sodom, the homosexual men there, they were waiting for them. And they were coming to the house of Lot and they said, Give us out these men. And Lot said, I have daughters who were never touched. These I will give you. But my visit, you may not do them any harm. And they didn't want these daughters. They wanted this heavenly visit. Now just imagine this. Yes, homosexuality. And now it comes. On my flight to Zurich at the weekend, I was reading that Putin Putin has forbidden the homosexual parade in Moscow. He has forbidden it. And if one then thinks about very publicly, publicly from a priest of the Orthodox Church, he said that God introduced marriage. Just imagine a country, a country, communists and atheists they were. And now they are preaching a sermon in our country not in our country is valid what God has introduced at the beginning these all our people and all other, other people they should really take it to heart but so that the scripture might be fulfilled all this has to take place as it was in those days so it shall also be at the end of the time of grace, when all the Bible prophecy is coming to fulfillment. And we are coming now straight to First Peter, chapter 4. First Peter, chapter 4. Here wird ja vom Ende it speaks of the end of all things. First Peter, chapter 4, verse 7. But the end of all things is at hand. Hundred years ago, we wouldn't have read this with the same emphasis. 
as we are reading it today. The end of all things is at hand. And then the command, Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. So, not unsober, but remaining sober, remaining sober and being connected with God by prayer. Then verse 8, And above all things, have fervent love among yourselves, for love shall cover the multitude of sins. Also, this is very important. Not exposing, but covering. And whom God has forgiven, him he has forgiven forever. Whom God has pardoned, he is pardoned forever. And whose name is written in the Lamb's book of life, this name can never be blotted out. Brothers and sisters, let us be found in this faith in this time, so that nothing can shake us. Then verse 9, Use hospitality one to another without grudging. Also, this is necessary to be to use hospitality without grudging. And then, as every man has received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Serve one another, not rule over one another, but serve one another. The Lord didn't come to let, him be, let himself be served, but to serve. And God has set ministries, not rulerships, God has set ministries into the church for the edifying of the church. And so it goes on here. Verse 11. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. So, not just speaking something, what uh, can be a harm to others and also a harm to ourselves. No, if any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. This is very important. Believers have a circumcised tongue. And this was at the day of Pentecost. It was the main thing, that the tongue, the tongue was purified by the divine fire. And only then they could speak out the things which the Holy Ghost has given them. When spirit baptisms are happening, without that the tongue is purified by the divine fire, what is happening then? Then are 
then comes the own inspiration and not the Spirit of God. Let us read once again. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. And oracles of God is thus saith the Lord. These are thus says the Lord. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth. So, not you, not I, not what you or I am able to. No, the power of God, as the Lord promised, uh, remain in Jerusalem until ye are endued with a power from on high. The original church was endued with the power from on high. And by this, the ministries could be carried out in the church and become a blessing. Then it's written, which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Also, this is very important. Not a prophet, not a man of God is glorified, but God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And where a man is glorified, there something is not right. There very quickly the service of God becomes idolatry. And then things are introduced and are being done which cannot stand before God, which are abomination before God. So let us take it to heart. In this connection, in which it speaks of that the end of all things is at hand, we are given the description along our way. And brothers and sisters, this we time and again said it in the commission of God. The end will and must be as the beginning was. The first and the last sermon must agree and the same working of God as it was at the beginning, so it must and will also be at the end. You all know, we also had the meetings in Poland and also in, on Thursday in Berlin and in between in Zurich. And somehow, somehow the thought came to me from the word of Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. And here, in Ephesians 4, we have the tremendous statement one, Ephesians 4, verse 4, one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. 
And then it says, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. And brothers and sisters, it, I was really touched very much when I was thinking about that especially since the time of Reformation, all those who were baptizing again, they were persecuted and they were cursed. You from Switzerland, in Switzerland, those who were baptizing again, they were not only immersed, they were immersed until they drowned in Zurich. And those who were baptizing again, they were cursed. Also Martin Luther, he, he cursed those who were baptizing again. And this with referring to this word, which we just read. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. And the Roman church, they were claiming that they are the only valid church on the earth, that without her there can be no salvation. Also now, one can take it from the internet, one can take it. The declarations, which the Pope is repeating, there's only one church. All the others are Christian fellowships, but they are not the Church of Christ. And then the emphasis, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. But now the following happened. A great falsification took place. The baptism which Paul meant was that baptism which Peter, which Philip, which Paul, the baptism as it is written down in Acts 2, Acts 8, Acts 10, in Acts 19, in Romans 6, the baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This was the only biblical baptism because this is the only name in which God has revealed himself to us as Father, in the Son, and by the Holy Spirit. The New Testament covenant name of God the Lord, in which alone is salvation and grace, in which God revealed himself. And it was changed. I took it, I brought it with me today, on purpose. I took it from the internet in the year 337. The Bishop Eusebius, one of the greatest Jew haters, as Deshner writes in his book, he was baptizing Constantine on the deathbed in the year 337. On the, death, on the deathbed, nobody was baptized 
could be baptized by immersion. There was no water. And this most probably, most probably this was the first baptism in the formula in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the, of the Holy Ghost. Because at that time, the Trinity was introduced and also the Trinitarian baptism was introduced. Now just think of it. Just think for one moment. Here it's written, one body, one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. And then, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Who is the Lord? Jesus Christ is the Lord. And no one, no one can say, You can read it. 1 Corinthians 12. No one can say Jesus Christ is the Lord but only by the Holy Spirit. And here it says, One Lord, one faith, one baptism. Here the biblical, the apostolic, the baptism introduced by God is meant. Of course not the baptism which was introduced in the 4th century. And they were they are referring to it. And all those who, are, who were baptized again biblically, whether it was here in the city of Münster, wherever it was, There were people who at the time of Reformation and afterward they were baptizing in the right way in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the church and also Luther they took themselves the right to curse all the Anabaptists. But no, no rebaptizing took place because the sprinkling was no baptism at all. You can read it in the book of Romans, chapter 6. Here it's really written very clearly. Romans, chapter 6. And we read verse 3. And four. Romans 6, verse 3 and 4. Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore, therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. I have said it here once before. Already at the time when Brother Brennan was alive, 
I listened to all the tapes. And then came the strong statement. All who were baptized in the Trinitarian formula are baptized into the Roman Catholic Church. And I must be honest now. I switched off the tape recorder. And I was thinking about it. And I said, one moment please. What is this now? Also, I, I didn't know all these things. I, the Spirit of God also had to, had to lead me into all the truth. And behold, I was listening once again, and then the light came up in me. And then Brother Frank, who 1948, who was who was baptized by, by a pastor in the Baptist church, he was rebaptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because this is the only single baptism, the biblical baptism. But let me come here to the end. Just as we looked at it now. The churches the state churches, the country churches, whoever they might be. And whoever comes to Egypt has the Egypt church and everywhere the church of the Chalcedonian right, whatever it might be. Everywhere are state and all kinds of churches and all took over the Roman Catholic Trinitarian formula with the three drops on the forehead. And all are daring to say that whoever is being rebaptized biblically breaks, breaks the word and breaks the covenant with God. No! We are, we are just breaking with the Roman church and with all the other churches who are referring to this God used Brother Brenham to bring us back to the original word and brothers and sisters please believe it we can no longer walk on our own ways and thinking to reach the destination we must return to the Lord. We must return to the Word. Let all the others walk their own ways. We want to follow the Lord, serving Him and doing what the Apostles did. So, once for all, it remains. The Church of Jesus Christ is the pillar and foundation of the truth. I've said it in the city of Berlin and I hope that I say it again. The two pillars of the church and of the other churches is on one hand the doctrine of the Trinity and on the other hand it's the doctrine of the Trinitarian baptism by which as they teach the infant is be born again becoming a child of God 
And, oh, oh, beware that this is annulled. These people are then under the curse. And now somebody comes along, as in the day of Simpson, but one day, one day, comes the cry of the soul, Lord, once more, Lord, once more. And even if we die, once more. And what did Samson do? He touched the two pillars. He took them. The power of God came over him and the whole house fell down. And the same we must do now. We have to take these two pillars which are built upon sand, which are built upon sand, which are just main words of men. We must take them. And the power of God, the power of God will bring them to the fall. And therefore, therefore, the biblical truths, they have to be put once again upon the lampstand. And blessed are all the people who are hearkening now to what the Spirit is saying unto the churches. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. It remains like this forever. One Lord, of which it's written in Luke 2 verse 11, Today Christ is born unto you, the Lord, in the city of David. Here's the great mystery already in all of the Old Testament, He was Lord. But He didn't come yet into the flesh. The Word didn't come yet flesh. He was not born yet as the Son. But now, He was born as the Son. In all of the Old Testament, no man was speaking of a Father in Heaven or a Son or a Holy Ghost. Always the Lord God, the Lord God. Somewhere I noted it down 6,356 times in the Old Testament. The Lord God. But the promises were already given that God would give the redemption and that He Himself would come to us and that He would redeem us. And He created Himself a body, a body Thou hast prepared for me in which He dwelt. And this is the plan of redemption which we recognized by His grace. And we, as sons and daughters of God, by the, by the blood of the Son of God, we were purchased and we were placed into our original position as sons and daughters of God. And as Paul writes, especially to the Corinthians and also to the Romans, now we are the children of God. It does not yet appear. 
It doesn't appear yet what we shall be. And all the promises from the Old Testament, whether it's Psalm 2, verse 7, Thou art my son, today I have begotten thee. Be it, it's Second Samuel 7, verse 15, I will be father unto him, and he shall be son unto me. Therefore, it's written in the Holy Scripture, not a single time it says, eternal Son. Not a single time it says, God the Son. Not a single time, not a single time, God the Holy Ghost. But the Spirit of God, the Son of God. I don't know what the biblical teaching means to you. To me, it means everything. To me, it means everything. Out from all confusion, out from all Babylonian captivity, come out. God has placed us into the liberty of the children of God. The last message is not given to us for discussing, but it's God's direct speaking to all of us, so that we hear the original voice of our God anew, to let ourselves be brought into agreement with the Word of God. And in the epistle of Jude it's written, Content for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. So, not a Catholic, not a Protestant, not some kind of baptism, but one biblical baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not some kind of Lord, but our Lord Jesus Christ, whom belongs all the glory and one faith, one faith, the faith which was once delivered unto us. And as we said many times, the true faith is anchored into the promises of God, is grounded, is settled, and therefore God is calling out His people from all peoples, from all denominations. He calls them out from all directions. And Ezra said, in the word of introduction, as was said in, in the prayer, his sheep hear his voice. All the others, they are walking on on their own ways. He who calls the biblical baptism as a heresy, they will be puffed up, yes, and they will remain on their standpoint. But we remain on the divine standpoint and nobody will take us down from it. And therefore, therefore, let us just read quickly from Ephesians, namely from chapter 3. And here, from verse 1, Ephesians 3, 
from verse 1 to see how Paul had the connection to God and how everything was given to him by revelation. Ephesians chapter 3 let us read from verse 1 for this cause I Paul the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles if ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which is given me toward you a divine commission by the grace of God for the saints, for the true believers which are sanctified in the word of truth. Then verse 3 how that by revelation He made known unto me the mystery as I wrote afore in few words. By revelation the mystery was made known unto him as he wrote briefly. Do you know what I would like to experience? if this man would have preached until midnight, not only briefly, not only writing briefly things, oh, what kind of things he has lined out. And then, briefly he summarized it in the letters. To tell the believers at all places what the Lord has to say unto the churches. Now it says in verse 5, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit revealed brothers and sisters the word which God revealed unto us in previous times it was hidden but God as it is written here that what he at that time has revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets this was preached unto us anew. This was put anew unto the lampstand. And as it was at that time, so it is also now. It was not revealed unto the children of men at that time. But now, and we may also say this, all these wonderful revelations, all the mysteries of God, beginning from Genesis up to Revelation 22, as they were not revealed unto the children of men at the time, so unto us, by the preaching, they were revealed unto us. Because God used a mouthpiece, he could send a man according to his own heart, 
And that what the apostles, that what was revealed already to the apostles and prophets at that time, was now again put upon the lampstand at the end of the time of Christ. And now he comes again to the nations in comparison to Israel. And therefore it says in verse 6, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ Jesus by the gospel. The Gentiles, we from the Gentiles, have been grafted in into the genuine olive tree and we bear the same fruit. And then it says in verse 7, whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. The preaching of the gospel has an impact, has an impact, and the word which is preached does not return void, it accomplishes for what it was sent for. Not the messenger, not the prophet, not the apostle, but the word, the word, the revealed word accomplishes for what it was sent for. Now the verses from 8. Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. This is powerful. This is tremendous. Unto me, the least. What shall I say? Then I just simply say, unto me, the very least one. If he was the least, then I am the very least. Not so. Whom the grace is given to preach among the Gentiles, the nations, the unsearchable riches of Christ. And here we are again at Matthew 24, verse 14. The gospel of the kingdom of God shall be preached unto all nations for a witness, and then the end shall come. Then Paul says in verse 9, and to make all men see what is the realization of the mystery which from the beginning of the world has been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. God, the creator of all things. Now, verse 10, 
to the intent to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. The church has a divine commission and this commission must be carried out. The church is the body of the Lord. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 13. By one spirit we are all baptized into one body. Brothers and sisters, we need the enduing with a power from on high. We need all the ministries which were at the beginning in the church. Then, verse 11, according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord from eternity. Just think of it one moment. Before the world was created, before anything was here, in eternity, when God was alone in spirit and light, He purposed the plan. He knew that the first man would fall. He knew all things, how they would be. And he purposed the plan of salvation before the havoc even started. We are just grateful that with God there are no coincidences. Nothing is coincidence with God. Everything is divinely planned. Everything is divine planned. And as written, this purpose which he purposed in eternity. Hallelujah! He carried it out in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Verse 12, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. So, free access to God. God was in Christ and reconciled the world with himself. Brothers and sisters, friends, all you who have come with sorrows and troubles, it's just on my heart now that we not just receive teaching, but that we experience the power of God by His grace, personally. And as written here, in whom we have boldness and free access to God with, with confidence, not with staggering, not with being sad, 
but with a joyful confidence by the faith in Him. We are putting our trust, of course, not in us or in any man, but we put our trust on God, the Lord. And Paul closes this letter with, with verse 13. Wherefore, I desire that ye faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. Also Paul didn't want to become uh, he didn't only want all, to bring all the believers there, but he himself, he wanted with a joyful confidence he wanted to bring glory to the Lord. And let us, let us be honest. When I prayed for a sister today, as written in James 5, under the anointing, I just said it. Our task is, as written, to anoint with oil. But God took himself the responsibility for the healing. The prayer, the prayer of faith will help the sick one. And the Lord will heal him. Not the elder, not the preacher. The Lord will heal. And we all know that God stands to his word. Brothers and sisters, receive it by faith. The last message before the return of Jesus Christ goes forth. All the lying and deception in all the religions is being exposed. The true proclamation of the word is being put upon the lampstand. But only he who is of God will hear the words of God. All the others, they will stumble over it and they will bypass it. Please receive it once for all. If it is written here, one Lord, then it's not the third person of a trinity, but the Lord, the Lord who visited already Abraham, the great I Am, the King of Salem, he who spoke to all the prophets, who was wrestling with Jacob, whom he was, who cried out, I don't let you go except thou blessest me. He, the Lord, he came to us. He became man for man's sake to give the redemption in the body of flesh so that we also, when the completion comes, that we are transformed into the resurrection body to our God who made all the damage well to Him be the glory. 
And may all the newcomers, may all the young people who are in trouble, who have troubles, may they today, may they trust the Lord today. He will help you. He will be with you. Don't fear. All of us, we have the same promise. Behold, I'm with you all the days until the end of the world. Also with you, beloved brothers and sisters, who you are going through trials in the families. Don't throw away your faith, but trust the Lord. Believe Him. He will make His promises true. He will fulfill what He promised. So, all of us, we can give glory to God, our Father, praising Him through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And to Him belongs all the glory and the adoration throughout all eternity. One question. Did you all understand properly what is being meant? One Lord, one faith, one baptism? Then just say Amen. And by this it remains. Whatever others may say, it's their thing. We are established on the Word of God by His grace. Thanks be to God also for the sending of His prophet, His messenger, Brother Brenham. And I may say as an eyewitness, as an eye and ear witness, I may say, God confirmed the commission and ascending. God confirmed the word in a supernatural way and has drawn our attention to the message of the word. The end of all things is at hand. God has given us clarity about it how all things must be fulfilled with Israel, with the neighboring countries, with the nations, with the religions, with the coming up of the old Roman Empire, Daniel 7, Daniel 2. Everything is written in this book. And we are grateful to God that He has opened our understanding for the Scripture. To Him, the Almighty God, to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, be the honor throughout all eternity in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We stand up and we sing the chorus just as I am. We sing it prayerfully.
We are bowing our heads. We are closing our eyes. Opening our hearts. We are in the presence of God. Gathered. We have the promise where two or three are gathered in my name. There I am in the midst of them. We are even we are having even the promise from Exodus. There where I will put my name, there I will come and I will bless you. God has revealed His name. He has revealed His word. He has revealed His plan of salvation. And as we have read of Paul, what God has planned before the foundation of the world, this he carried out at the beginning of the new covenant. And this he brings to a close at the end. At that time, all scriptures were fulfilled which referred to the first coming of Christ. Today, all scriptures are being fulfilled which which are coming to fulfillment before the second coming of Christ. Both God has both periods. God illuminated both periods in a special way. And he said what would take place, what we should take heed to. Also the last call, he would let it go forth before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. Everything is written in this wonderful and holy book and God has given it to us by revelation, whether the Old or whether the New Testament, whether by prophets or whether by apostles. Everything what God has said, what he wrote down, He revealed it to us by the Spirit. The blood-bought flock has the free access to the throne of grace to enter into the most holy place where the Ark of the Covenant is open, where God himself speaks to us. The veil is torn in Jesus, the way is free. It is accomplished. We are redeemed. Receive it. Also all those who have come today to consecrate their lives to the Lord, who experience their conversion, accept it, Believe in Jesus Christ, your Lord and Redeemer, 
Believe that he has shed his blood for you and that he cried out on the cross of Calvary, it is finished. And already in the Old Testament, it was foretold, I have redeemed you. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. Precious friends, I say it once again, especially all those who are newly added from all countries of Europe and all over the world, wherever we are heard now, believe, believe that God is completing now His plan of salvation. Believe, just as we read, the end of all things is at hand. And as written, be sober in all things and watch unto prayer. And we may lift up our heads, for we know that our redemption, that our bodily redemption is drawing near. The soul is redeemed. We are the children of God, but we are waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God when our bodies will be changed. Please, be it salvation, be it healing, be it deliverance, receive it. Receive it. For it is written, as many as received him To them gave he power. To them he gave power to become the children of God, namely to those who believe on his name. As we are having our heads bowed, as we remain in prayer, let me ask, who would like to consecrate his life to the Lord? If, if you have never experienced a true conversion, if you didn't find peace with God, if you cannot yet testify that the grace of God was manifested in your life, believe now, receive it now. Who would like to be included into this prayer? Just raise your hand. God sees all the hands. God sees all the hands. Today, I would like to ask Brother Müller that he comes now and that he prays with us. Please, hold fast to it. Receive it by faith. Be it salvation, be it healing, be it deliverance, be it revelation, whatever, receive it. God wants to give to us everything today. We pray together.
Beloved Lord Jesus, I thank you from the depth of my heart that we have the privilege to hear your word in such clarity and to have eternal life by this word. Praise, honor, and glory be to you. Thank you, Lord. With a humble heart, we want to approach thee now and we want to ask you, Lord, whatever requests it might be, healing, deliverance, whatever it might be, I ask you, may now the faith work in us that you have done everything. Let them grasp it by faith, Lord. I ask it for your glory in your name. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let us sing, Only believe, only believe, and receive what you pray for. Did you all believe? Did you receive it? Receiving it by faith? Hallelujah. Just say Amen. Say with all your heart, Hallelujah. It is finished. God brings his plan of salvation to its completion in our time. His counsel, which he purposed before the foundation of the world. And please think about it, that God has given us this wonderful grace to believe his promised word for this time, to receive it and to experience it. What is happening with Israel, many are seeing it. Many are speaking about the end time, also about the signs of the end time. But to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Who has read Isaiah 53 verse 1? 
Who has believed our message? The message, believing the message. And to whom was the arm of the Lord revealed? Of course, only to those who believe, who believe as the scripture has said it. And this distinguishes us, the church of Jesus Christ, from all the other churches. The Lord called us out. He pardoned us. He has revealed unto us His word and His will. And if we testify one Lord, one faith, one baptism, then we mean the testimony as it was left to us in the Holy Scripture and not what church people have some time ago established as a formula, as a dogma. And as, as I had to say before, the pillars have to be brought to the demolition so that the church so that the Lord can build His church upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets where Jesus Christ Himself is the chief cornerstone. And please, take it to heart. No mixing. Total leading back from the Babylonian captivity. Taking off the Babylonian mantle taking it off. Everything what is unclean, everything what doesn't come from God, we put it off and we are being sanctified in the word of truth. Just as our Lord said it himself. Brothers and sisters, here at this place, addressed to all of us who we are gathered, Did we understand the Lord? Did we comprehend what's all about now? Of course, not about a religious uh, show. It's about the calling out. It's about the preparation of the bright church of Jesus Christ. And we are grateful to God that we received and recognize the sending of his promised prophet that we are having part in the word which was addressed to us and which was revealed to us by the Spirit of God. The Lord God, may he bless in all of the world, in all peoples, tongues and nations, beginning there where the sun rises every day for the first time, in New Zealand, and then up to the end to the world, where sometime it goes down. Beloved Lord, 
all nations, all tongues, all nations must and will hear the last message which we are carrying by the commission of God. Lift up thy countenance over all of us and bless us all. In Jesus' holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. We ask Brother Schmidt to pray with us. Faithful God, you are seeing and knowing all our thoughts. We thank you that you have given us the faith, but not only the faith, but also the revelation. Because, Lord, without revelation, there is no faith. And without faith, there is no revelation. Thank you that you revealed yourself, that you revealed thy word, that you revealed thy will, that you have given us grace all over the world. Please, abide with us, Lord in heaven, as the disciples of Emmaus. It is evening time. Enter in with us and abide with us. And we want to praise you and honor you. In Jesus' name, Amen. I don't know whether we, you have two, a couple of minutes, whether our two sisters have a song in closing. Please come to the front. Also in the songs, the grace of God, the salvation, and everything that was given to us is being expressed. And we're just grateful to God, really grateful with all our hearts that we can come together undisturbed to hear His Word. Der Bräutkamm kommt, o denkt an sein Wort, wacht ihr Erlösten, wacht immer fort, zu jeder Stunde, an jedem Ort, wachet der Herr, kommt bald. Herr, wir wollen in Bereitschaft stehen, Eifrig sein im Wachen und im Flehen, bis du erscheinst, Herr, bis wir dich sehen und dir entgegengehen. Der Bräutkamm kommt, wer Rechtes bedenkt, hält seinen Blick zum Ziele gelenkt. Nicht in das irdsche Treiben versenkt, wachet der Herr, kommt bald. Herr, wir wollen in Bereitschaft stehen, eifrig sein im Wachen und im Flehen, bis du erscheinst, Herr, bis wir dich sehen. Oh!
Amen. 